Thank you so much for joining us for the second part of Teresita's interview, a Soul's hey. Quest podcast. Super exciting. Thank you so much for being with us again. Thank you. I'm your host, Jesse. This is my co-host, Omar. And Hi, everybody. And of course, our very special guest, Teresita. You felt feel like you never left. I know. <laughs> <laughs> it feels like that, especially since we're all wearing the same clothes. Right. Uh. <laughs> I just threw it out there. Just being honest. Okay. So that it's, it's called content creation. People. This is a lot of work. <laughs> you know, I don't, I'm not. And I'm maybe, not arguing. That. Maybe Omar will learn how to change the color of our shirt so it looks like things. Digital, than yeah. <laughs> Ooh, that's a great Ooh. idea. Yeah. YouTube. <laughs> Mumbles, get on it. <laughs> <laughs> Just putting it off on somebody else. Right. <laughs> Shout out to Mumbles. Oh Just yeah. <laughs> okay. All right, focus. Mumbles. Come on. Mumbles. Just chuck it around. I love that. I say it and I, I don't know why I like it. Mumbles. It just sounds good. Okay. So we left off. You have an amazing story. Um, and we left off with something that I found very interesting because I think it's something that a lot of people deal with. Besides all of the other things that you had going on in your life, you know, overprotective parents and sort of living a sheltered life and then sort of like going crazy and I got to experience things yeah. and not being able to sort of pursue your, your, um, dream of going to college and going mm -hmm. away and having that independence. And then of course going into, I'm probably missing things. I, I'm trying to catch people it's up okay. as we go into this, but, um, and then, um, you know, being on your own and then going, having to go home, like Omar said with your tail between your legs, yes. which I think all of us <laughs> how it felt. have yes. done that. Yeah. And that's how it feels. Been there, done that. You know, it's sort of like, uh, you know, all this time and I have to go back and ask my parents to yeah. come back home. And then you went, went, you went on your own again mm -hmm. and then you met baby daddy and then live with baby daddy and that didn't work out. And now it's just you and um, your son yes. living on your own. And so now you're here and this is where I want Omar to join us because I think this is a, this is a, a really important and vital point of what we're trying to convey the message that we're trying to convey and we want to hear your perspective. Yeah. So, and you are the first person that we're actually going to do this with Yeah, that actually makes sense. So <laughs> we'll be working on refining this, this, this section. Is such an important part. Yeah. It's an, it's a, this is a, a section that we're going to start doing moving forward. Mm -hmm. Uh, with every person that we meet, and it's called the SCIAR reflection. Mm -hmm. And SCIAR is an acronym S C I A R, uh, which stands for um, a particular process that we have here at the Souls Quest. Um, but it sort of ha it also happens to be a Latin word for known. And a Souls Quest, it's all about experiences. And through experiences, the things that have become known to you mm -hmm. that you are going to continue to use as you continue your life. So the next ser series of questions that we're going to ask you are going to be related to this, through this process, through this reflection, as to how you see your life in different points of views, personal, professional, spiritual, religious, yeah. existential, from those three lenses. We want to okay. take a look at where you are right now. So personally, 
what are some of the things that have become known to you that, I mean, you alluded before to the fact that you're aware mm-hmm. about how your interactions with Julian could help him increase his, his confidence or not. Mm-hmm. What other situations like that in your personal life have become known? Um, all of my childhood traumas. Okay. Um, they are, I, I knew, you know, there were traumas of some sort, but now I could identify them and actually call them what they are. Mm-hmm. Um, so just being aware of them and, you know, certain reactions or certain triggers that cause me to think about the traumas, mm-hmm. I can now identify them within myself and become aware and kind of be intentional of how I react or what I say. Uh-huh. Will you, um, can you, do you, do you mind giving us like a specific example of when you realize that besides yeah. using Julian, we don't want to use Julian um, anymore. Let him, it's past his beta. It, yeah. Um, no, I actually, I actually went to therapy. Okay. Um, so I went to therapy. I was, um, I, I felt like a lot of what I was experiencing or what I was living, uh, just made me very unhappy. Okay. Um, I felt depressed and, uh, alone and I, you know, I, I wasn't. So, um, I decided to go to therapy. I was like, um, let me just give this a shot. See, Uh see what comes up. And, um, she was able to be very direct and open and say, this is what this is. Oh, okay. Um, and then from there I started to, I want to say not overthink, but I started to think and, and process everything. Okay. Um, and that's where I'm like, oh, this is why I'm this way. This is why I react this way. And I'm just like, this. it's just like like everything that I lived kind of became a uh, like a movie in my head that I'm just like, oh, okay, then this is this. Like this is where uh-huh. I was like emotionally neglected. This is where, um, I, you know, like I just – just different everything. So um, how does that? How does that? Because um, I I I I get that. I because yes. I understand that. Um, how does that play out for you when you're interacting with people now? So like I know like maybe in the mornings or at night you think about this and you have this movie like mm-hmm. you said right, which is a great way to put that. It's that's phenomenal. But so then when you're actually involved in a conversation with somebody and something is said or something happens or something comes up, how, how does that play out in that? Um, I definitely like take my time and like think about it because my normal reaction would just be my normal reaction. So I try to see if my normal reaction is valid. Okay. Like if it is um, the right reaction or if it's being um, triggered by my traumas or, you know, it's in response of my traumas. Um, So after, you know, just going that route, I'm just like, okay, well, if it's not triggered by my traumas and I've kind of gotten past it or, or moved past certain traumas, then this is the right reaction. If not, yeah. I will change the way I react or, or what I say. So there's a really seriously heightened level of, yes. of, of awareness and self-awareness yeah. and how you're um, behaving, yes. how you're reacting, how you're responding, how like, that's a lot of work. It is. I mean, it is, it is very exhausting at some points. Yeah. Um, it, it's, um, a lot of internal kind of like conflicts between myself uh, yeah. just because it's um, a lot of what I'm used to and then a lot of what I'm trying to change. Is it something that I'm um, willing to change and willing to keep up with 
Mm-hmm. Um, or is it something that I can like put on the back burner and work on something else more? Because I feel like there's a lot that I that I need to work on and I can't work on all of it all at once because it's very exhausting and it, it it's just going to cause me to like just crash yeah. um, within, you know, my body. It's yeah. like I'm yeah. going to have a mental breakdown and then I'm going to feel like all of this was for nothing and I'm just going to revert back to my old ways. Yeah. Um, but it, it definitely is like trying to be, make make it a priority, like certain yeah. things like the confidence um, yes. with Julian um, and then my my I mean, just my self-confidence also because he is probably feeding off of that um and then my negative thoughts of and doubting myself of you know trying to reach goals or trying to do certain uh, accomplishments in my life so so you have accomplished a lot of things um you have a you're a mother yes uh you're independent woman um you take great care of your son so there's a lot of things in the in the projection of your life that that and things that you have come up personally have seen how hard you work and how much passion and dedication you put into what you do i mean i've seen that firsthand so i i I consider that being very successful but yet with all that you still doubt yourself yes why is that why is it that all the things that you have accomplished up to this point don't wait as much as those other things that were only temporary um, I actually just realized this not long ago. Um, I don't think about my accomplishments as often, probably as I should. Okay. Um, so a lot of the accomplishments that you listed, I'm just like, okay, yeah, like normal, like I, uh, th- whatever. Mm-hmm, um, yeah. But if I sit down and actually think this is what I did, this is what came out of it. Like if I put it down or just think about it in in each accomplishment Mm. and just like line them all up or visualize them, then I feel like, Oh, I actually accomplished a lot. Correct. And it's probably more than, you know, I thought I would have accomplished or my parents thought would have, you know, I would have accomplished Mm. and it would make me feel a lot better than what I was feeling like. Oh yeah. Yeah. I did that. Like it's whatever. It was nothing kind of thing. Cause that's how I, see things um i kind of just brush them off and i'm just like well this is what i want to do now this like what can i do to get here and i kind of fixate on that goal and not feel as confident or not feel like i can because i'm not celebrating my own accomplishments i'm not recognizing them so let me ask you this because this kind of like segues into your professional life right because um, we understand that a lot of your self-confidence comes from your upbringing. Yes. Um, but you were able to accomplish a lot of things and overcome um, those cultural limitations, right? But you still struggle with the confidence. Is there any any reinforcement in your environment, professionally or personally, that attributes to those feelings that... Because, for instance, I will tell you, you you do great things Mm -hmm. and you you still have a lot of things to learn and you're still growing and and you're going to discover that. But you're great. You do a lot of great things. Is there any other reinforcement that comes from any other place outside of that that, or or something that says that contributes to kind of of saying that, oh, no, you're not good enough? I think um, I revert back to old habits. Like my my dad 
just bringing me down or, oh, um, if I cooked something, oh, no, you should have done this. Or um, if I did something, well, this, my mom, you know, got good grades or something, you should have gotten better. Uh, You should have gotten 100. You should have gotten honors, like all of this stuff. Um, I kind of revert back to that way of thinking for myself. Uh Um, When I first started my career, I I mean, I did have those external people um, giving me the, you know, that confidence Uh or or just letting me know that I'm doing a great job. Um, And I kind of built off of that. And and, um, I said this to a coworker the other day. Um, I I feel like I value my work ethic more than I do my, like my personal anything. Uh Um, Just because that is something that I dove into and that is what, makes everything else work just because if i'm not making money i there's nothing yeah. else to do yeah. yeah like i can't make it else like I, there's n- i mean i'm not born rich i'm not just <laughs> making money just not doing anything right. so i i have to you have, have to a work. great work ethic yeah. yeah um so i i really put everything into my work ethic and then i mean if if that is being questioned or if i'm be questioning my own work ethic where does that put me yeah um it it's like a I failed moment uh-huh. um, makes me want to like it makes me second guess everything like all my accomplishments. So it it's um, so you mentioned before that when you first started your career, you had people that yes that that gave you that 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 boost yes and. and my therapist said I was I'm a people pleaser, so you a pe- I was okay. doing things in order to pe- <laughs> people please, um, just like how I was doing things uh-huh. to please my parents. So um, a lot of, and I don't know if it, if I've found a solution or, or figured it out, but a lot of what I do is to make other people's or an overall picture uh-huh. work, not just for myself. Okay, um, just because I value them more than myself than yourself um so are you saying uh, just for clarity are you saying that you're are you doing things that are outside of what you would not not the outside of what you normal but are you doing things because are you doing things against what you believe in um i think there was a time where those those things i justified um in some way or another just because uh I was working and I had to, you know, do certain yeah. things. Yeah. Um, now I'm at the point where I'm not like, I, I'm not going to sacrifice any, anything. Um, and I feel like I'm in a place where I've seen a lot and I've been through a lot where I'm just like, this definitely does not justify, mm-hmm. you know, this experience or, or, right. you know, this outcome. So right. professionally, let's get into the, uh, into the <laughs> professional part. Um, the things that have become known to you. Mm-hmm. Uh, what are some of the things that you could share that have become known to you in regards to your professional life? Things that you know, okay. Like uh, you just said it. But just you now, just, yeah, like you, I'm not willing to sacrifice. Are you not willing to sacrifice? That you led up to that point in which you said, it doesn't matter what is worth mm-hmm. professionally, I'm not going to sacrifice certain things. Yeah. Like what led you to know that and say, this is where I stand. Um, seeing it uh, to people that I, I mean, I cared about or, or, you know, just had, you know, a relationship with like friends at work, um, just seeing it and seeing how 
things were done and then having it done to me. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. that, you know, that was just like, okay. Like at first I was able to justify this, like, okay, this is overall, like it's going to make things work. It's going to be yeah. good. Mm-hmm. Um, and now like, I'm like, this doesn't make sense. I'm like, and after being in, you know, there for so long and seeing the different times movements and options and um routes we can take i'm like well why couldn't they do this this and this so then everybody wins yeah or you know this creates an even better outcome and it and it's better in the long run yeah. not just you know yeah. right then right then and there which is what i feel like is happening a lot now it's just like a band-aid to cover up what is happening and mm-hmm. in the long run they're just like we'll get we'll worry about it when we get there when you get there um so so what how does that make you feel as a person that is in that profession and what does it make you want to do? Um, it's made me want to change some things. It's uh-huh. made me want to speak up and, and voice my opinions and thoughts. And um, my experience doing that kind of backfired on me. Like now, you know, I was like, I'm used as a scapegoat. Uh-huh. Um, hmm. But it's, I don't think I, I, took it negatively i want to continue to do that but i don't think i it's there yeah um at you know where i'm at now i want to do it and kind of be an advocate and make sure things are happening elsewhere and it sounds sad because i want to be able to change things there yeah but i just feel like it's it's too much for me like i i i can't do it there because i've mm-hmm. i've like grown there yes. i have um you know i've that 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 was my life i've been there for a while so um it's too much damage and too much hurt for me to do it there um so i i i feel like i'd have to go elsewhere and elsewhere well i think it's really awesome just to just to say um that for you to still have that vitality Mm -hmm. i guess if you will to say okay i can't do that here where i'm at now but I still want to do that mm-hmm. and I want to do that somewhere. You may not know what that is yes. right now, or you may not know where that's going to be or where you're going to head or lead. Your life is going to lead you. But, um, but that's the quest, that right? Is the quest. That's, yes. that's the whole thing. But the fact that you still have that in you and that's not lost. dead or yeah. lost, if mm-hmm. you will, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? So what were you going to say? Sorry. No, I, I was going to say that, that whenever you're embarking into making that choice, you know that you came to a, this is a fork in the road Yes. and you made a decision what kind of feelings arise? I know fear, terror. Like, how do you feel about uh, the unknown, considering that you have responsibilities, one. Yes. Number two, you want to maintain your your freedom. Mm-hmm. Yes. Right? Your uh, uh, monoton- monotony. Um Oh, autonomy, autonomy, I'm sorry. I was autonomy. Say monotony. <laughs> monotony. What well, that's boring. Autonomy. autonomy is what you know what I thank you. I knew what you meant. You know I just I, meant. I was like, you wait, monotony? Just like, no, 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 not oh, monotony. Oh, oh, no, no, no. <laughs> no, not no, monotony. No, autonomy, autonomy. <laughs> we don't want to bore you. Don't wanna, you don't want to sacrifice that. <laughs> yeah. But you also have the unknown of what's out there. Yeah. So how does how do you feel about that? Um, I think at first, um, when I came to that fork in the road, I was definitely scared. Uh-huh. I was uh, sad. I was mad. I, like it was like <laughs> a lot of just emotions, yes. stages of grief. Yeah, yeah, stages of grief. Yeah, literally. Yeah, you're it right. It is because I'm I I'm choosing not to go where I thought I would have built my career and kind uh-huh. of be kind of like an in game kind of thing. Um, and then not knowing 
what I'm going to get into next. So yeah. am I going to like it? Is it uh-huh. going to be something similar to what I'm experiencing now? Is it um, going to be sufficient for the lifestyle that I have created? It, you know, is it going to allow me to spend that time? Is it going to be more rewarding? Is, yeah. Am I going to experience the same, you know, things am i going to people please until you know and justify things again yeah. like am i go down am i going down the same path um but after i mean after experiencing that for a while because i ha- definitely had to like sit and feel everything out and play like every emotion out uh-huh. um i've come to terms with it um i'm okay um i think it's definitely so going going to be sad yeah. Uh, just because it's it's been a long time since yeah. I've been there, and I I feel like I went through all my stages of life there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, I mean, it's it's not. I don't want to say like I'm I resent it because I don't. Um, mm-hmm. it's just like kind of it happened. I learned, and I'm going to move forward to try to not let this happen again. Yeah. Right. Right. Taking different actions or different steps, so to speak. Yes. But I think the the neat thing about your attitude. I guess, is that you, it's not lost on you that, that everything is done just because, mm-hmm. you know, there's, there's this awareness that this just isn't working out for me, so yeah. to speak, you know, and I, this isn't my path any longer, yes. I guess, yeah. you know yes. what I mean? Like, and making that choice. And that's one of the hardest choices to make, you oh, know, it is. Yeah. it's, it's, uh, if you feel all those things and then there's uns- the uncertainty about what's going to happen. And yes. that's that's a uh, that's the precipice of a uh, of your quest, the right. beginning of your quest, you know. So may I ask you then, um, because that, we're, we were we want to touch on all these different areas. What is spirituality or or religion? What role does that play in your decision making and and just everything? <laughs> so I mean, I was brought up Catholic. Okay. Um. And up until, I want to say, seven years ago, my parents really dove into it. Um, Like, they are at church a lot more than they're probably at home on certain weeks. And they go to retreats and all of that. Oh, wow. um, Okay. They just like, I mean, I I feel like just with anything, when they find something that's good and that works for them, they try Mm -hmm. to bring everyone with them. Yeah, yeah, So I... Like like multi-level marketing. (laughs) 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 Hey, religion. That was was, great. Awesome. That was great. Just just saying. Anyways, anyways, moving Um, on. Sorry, I don't mean to bash any religion. I'm not bashing religion. I just, it just sounded like multi-level marketing. That's all I'm saying. I mean, if it works, it works. I ultimately... Um, I, I mean, I tried it, um, and then I felt guilty just because I was working five days a week. Then I was going to church. Um, and then I did, um, what is it called? Um, got the sea small. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah. Uh, you um, um, what is it in English? Uh, oh English. Here we go. Um, wait, it's, 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 uh, uh, the catecismo is the, the, well, you get the Holy Spirit. I, I mean, um, oh my God! Confirmation, confirmation, yeah, confirmation. You know, so I taught yes oh for confirmation. I was going to say communion, but that's no, no, too no, young. no. That's like communion. It's confirmation. It's confirmation. Yeah. So I did that, and I actually was te- <laughs> assisting a teacher, you know, for the kids to go get their confirmation, their first communion, like yeah. all of oh, that. Okay. And then I did that. So you were involved. Year. I was involved. Oh. Um, and then the second year, 
uh, they just threw me in. They're like, hey, you're going to be a teacher. I'm like, are you? I'm like, um, I don't have any teacher qualifications. <laughs> um, but yeah. They like, had confidence like, in they you. They did. They did. They're like, yeah, here's a book. Just go on it. Like, make sure you touch on this on certain yeah. dates and all of that stuff. So I was like, okay. Um, and I got probably the most difficult class uh, <laughs> and it was majority boys and what, yeah. what boys want to learn you know, i'm like about the holy spirit yeah. so Aww. here yeah. i am going on pinterest being creative making games <laughs> like oh i'm like gosh. okay we're gonna race who does this trip this prayer faster we're making two teams and like they each have a line and i'm like okay that works and they're like um i we had to do surveys at the end yeah. so they're like oh are you coming back can you be my Aww. teacher and they're like that you play games with us nobody else has done and i'm like i'm like now i'm i'm like am i doing this right am i not <laughs> they like me Whoops. i know i'm like really you they gave want me a hard me time yeah, I'm yeah. Like, you're out here dancing oh that's funny <laughs> like, but you like this okay wow um and then i mean after feeling guilty and feeling like i don't spend enough time with my son uh -huh. i was like okay i can't okay i can't i i'm not willing to sacrifice that time that I could be spending and could be having, you know, could be traveling with him, could be spending quality time mm -hmm. and doing stuff and learning about him and him about me. Yeah. You know, and, you know, even though it was a good thing and I felt good after, you know, each class and everything, I was like, I, I need to put this kind of energy into my side. Into your own. Yeah. Again, yes. into a level of awareness yes. that. Correct. Um, and I'm not saying young people don't have this, but I think a lot of the times people have it, but they don't uh -huh. act on it. Well, the, the, and that's the reason for for this KR reflection is right. that there's a lot of moments. And one of the good things about you, it's that you had that that uh, you know a lot of people growing up thinking them being the loner is a really bad thing. But personally, I think that you were able to reflect and have more awareness because you have more of that quiet time mm -hmm. to think. And reflect so you, something that came out out of something that quote-unquote was negative yes. it's a real good asset to have because it allows you that time to reflect to yeah. know all these things to know when you make the mistakes and know how to move forward yeah, so definitely. you know sometimes our 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 weaknesses mm -hmm. or what other people perceive our weaknesses perceive yeah you know are mm -hmm. are the things that are most most um powerful they're like the diamonds yes. that we hold oh yeah you know and it's kind of like reflection on that i want to touch on on something that you said at the in part one that kind of stuck with me and you said education is important mm -hmm. and I, I want you i want you to tell me a little bit about your your education journey because you you said that it was spotty during college mm -hmm. But what what came out of that adventure, and and where are you when it comes to your your course, your your path in education? Um, I dropped out. I changed my major. I wasn't yeah. sure, you know, what I wanted to do. Um, I went into the field. I didn't like the environment, so I changed it. Mm -hmm. um, and then I and what field was that? Uh, teaching. 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 Okay. Teaching. Okay. Um, I did um, in high school. I did a teacher's aid. Mm -hmm. So I uh, was kindergarten. I saw a lot of autistic and special needs kids that weren't um, identified yet. Mm -hmm. So just oh. seeing the teacher kind of problem solve and doing things hands on with them kind of triggered a lot of Oh, okay. Like got some wheels turning. Like yeah. I should try this and I should do this. So, um, I did that. Um, I actually got hired at a school and I was a pair ELL paraprofessional. Oh, okay. Um, so I, I thought I was like this, this is great. I'm going to be able to help like the Spanish speakers communicate with parents mm -hmm. and all of this. Um, and apparently I didn't have all of the 
flexibility that i wanted to uh-huh. um it was strictly like just go in here do this and oh. kind of get and i was like okay. you didn't have like an academic yeah. freedom yes. so to speak okay. um so and then and, and why is that was it the, just the curriculum was just set or there wasn't like you just had to teach what you mm-hmm. were told to teach mm-hmm. and that's it yes Wow. Yes. Um, and occasionally I was brought into parent teacher conferences, translating, using my bilingual skills. Yeah. Um, but the there I like the environment I just did not I it was not good. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't like it. Um mm-hmm. so I left. Okay. Um and that's actually where I started my career, where I'm at now, and I um I kind of just took it and went off. Yeah. Um, but I stayed in school. It was in I was in and out and changed my, my major a few times. Um, and a few years ago, I, 2018, um, I enrolled in online college. Uh-huh. Um, and my first year I was like, where was this option when I was <laughs> fresh out of high school? Uh, I would have been done a long time the ago. The best option there is. Yeah. That is not everybody likes online, but um, right. I love it. Yeah, I, I was like clicking through this. I'm like, this is a piece of cake. I could have been like a doctor <laughs> and like uh, like everything by now. I was like, this is great. Um, so I, you know, I did that. Um, I actually just uh, a got my bachelor's degree all right nice. um, congratulations and, and what in what area what focus business business uh, yes okay. um that's awesome and then i got i'm getting i have one more class for an operation management certificate okay um and then after that in the winter i am joining uh their master's program awesome yay yes. good for you that's awesome really yes for mm. business business okay yeah. so you're yes. gonna get your mba yes Nice. So what are your aspirations now? And I know that I'm kind of jumping ahead, but this is a big um, endeavor. Yes. So what are your aspirations when it comes? How do you want to use your degree? For what purposes? For what vision? For what For what values? Um, at first, I think I was in school just to please my parents. Yeah. Okay. Um, and just to say, like, hey, mom, like, I got it. And this is what, you know, this is what you pushed for so long. Like, mm-hmm. here it is. Uh-huh. Um, and I think after high school, I'm like, this is all I get. It's just like a little half piece of paper. I'm like, this is not <laughs> so little. It's like, this, like, this was the big accomplishment. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, okay. So um, I was like, oh, well, it's not too bad and everything. Um, but receiving my bachelor's degree and mm-hmm. being online, I, you know, I shared the news with, um, social media and uh-huh. I added some statistics because to me it was huge, you yeah. know, and, um, as a first generation Mexican, yeah. you know, like Hispanic yeah. woman yeah. that, you know, the statistics are low. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Um, so when I called my mom and I told her, she's like, Oh, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that's it. So I was like, thanks. And I hung up and cried. (laughs) So I was like, well, that's not the reaction I wanted. Yeah. Um, But then I had to, I had to like stop myself from diving into that hole. Cause I was like, this is, this is not an accomplishment for her. Right. This is an accomplishment for me. And regardless of how she feels, maybe she doesn't realize it yet. Uh I was like, I have to give her time. Um, I know how much uh, work and struggle and like how yeah. like effort I put into this. Yeah, yeah. So sure. um, I think that was like my one of my first like, oh, I'm people pleasing again. Like, yeah. I, was, like yeah. I have to stop. Um, and it's very hard because I feel like it comes natural to me. Yeah, um, okay. But that's 
I mean, that that's my school right now. Um, my mom actually got a phone, a few phone calls from relatives and was like, oh, yeah, are you guys having a party for her? Like she graduated uh-huh. and everything. And wow. then my mom was like, wait, what? Huh? Yeah. Like, what are you talking about? And she's yeah. Like, yeah, like this is big and everything. So then my mom called me back. We had this whole conversation. And then she's like and then she turned it around and she was like, well, if you would have started when you, you know, when you first started, you would have been done a long <laughs> time like, ago. And I was it's like, like, it's like a compliment like, that is staff. Yes. yes. No, oh, yeah. Always Gosh. like that. Yeah. Um, and before it used to motivate me. Okay. Now I'm just like, it hurts. It hurts. And I'm like, do I like? I'm like, do I take it and not talk about it? Mm-hmm. I, um, and then it's yeah. hard for me to bring it up to them yeah. because I don't want them to feel bad. Yes. Um, I don't. So, want yeah, to you're hurt stuck them. between the rock and the hard place. Yes. Like they are your parents. Traditionally, I know they mean well. I know they're coming from yeah. a good place. Traditionally, you have to always respect your parents. Yes. But they're making you feel a way that brings up all wounds. Mm-hmm. And that's a really tough spot. Mm-hmm. My therapist says I should talk to them about it. I'm uh-huh. not too sure. Um, I'm not too sure I want to okay. just because I feel like I will cause them hurt. Uh-huh. Um, but then I also feel like if I do, I, one, I'm just going to cry the whole time. Yeah. Um, but I will probably feel better and it will like it will actually make them understand yeah. why I feel or how I feel uh-huh. when they say certain things. And yeah. it might be hard for them to change because, you, you know, it, yeah. they've done this. this yeah, is their, this is their life. life. This has yeah. been their life. So um, I have to also learn to be okay with it when it comes out yeah. like as a natural yeah. reaction. You can't, you, it's almost yeah. like you can't have expectations on right. people. You know, yeah. I mean, I've, I know that's, uh, that's hard, but yeah. But this is one thing that you're doing right now that I, from what I'm seeing and hearing is the fact that, you're not holding resentment or hatred towards them. Mm-hmm. You are internalizing this thing and understanding mm-hmm. that this is something that I have to deal with. Mm-hmm. And as much as I would like them to treat me differently, mm-hmm. I know that I can't force them to it, yes. even though I should eventually talk to them about it in a yes. way that is constructive. Yes. But you don't have any resentment or hatred towards them. No, and I I think it's um because I I understand the way they grew up uh-huh. and that they did better than what they were brought up. So yeah. honestly, it's it's nothing that they could have gotten perfect right off the bat. Because I mean, who yeah. gets everything? Yeah. right. Um, and they did the best they could at the time that they could with what they had. With what they had. Yeah. So just understanding that and understanding that they did do better uh-huh. from what yeah. they grew up with is okay with yeah. me. So yeah. you knowing this now, right? You understanding that because again, on a personal level, um, that is something that I had to be able to overcome mm-hmm. to be able to know that my self-confidence and what my parents, my mom did and my parent, my step, my dad, um, they only did it because this is what they knew. Mm-hmm. And I had to go past that to continue to, you know, create a path that is individual me still deal with them not hurt them love them and care for them but know that the scars that i have can no longer affect me Mm -hmm. how do you mitigate that as you go forward like how do you deal with that knowing that this is what they did i get it what get why but i want to be a better person and will still want to live my life how do you do that um a lot of that is having like my own conversations in my head, like kind of reassuring 
just telling myself like this is not what they mean this is you know they don't realize it or or okay like for me like this is your trigger Uh um don't react the normal way you would (laughs) um they they don't understand you understand that why Uh they are saying these things or why you know they are reacting this way so like how do i move forward from this and then it's also think like um how do i say um do I want to change the way it makes me feel or do I want to keep like playing victim with myself? Correct. Um, so a lot of that is, is just like, okay, I know they're, they mean well. And even though I'm getting like backhanded compliments, uh-huh. um, do I want to feel this way? Yeah. Yeah. So as soon as I'm like, okay, whatever, it doesn't bother me. I brush it off and I'm like, okay, I know eventually you know, I'm going to have to have a conversation with both of them and, and explain it to them yeah. and explain my process and tell them, you know what, like, I know this might be hard, but I'm moving past it and I'm getting past this to a point where it's not affecting me like it did before. Yeah. Um, and I think having those conversations will help them understand and kind of help them redirect themselves. Yeah. But also just knowing that I will be at a point where I can take those backhanded compliments without feeling how i used to feel how you used to feel yes. yeah. yeah yeah no that's a really good point mm. that's growth that is growth that's e- that's it's an evolution uh, yes it's that's evolving. Evo- evolution. Yeah. evolution i mean again if you listen to the conversation you see the evolution of how your parents were treated how they yeah. treated you how yeah. you treat julian how where you mm-hmm. are so yeah. just imagine how when when he becomes a, a parent yeah how that evolution would take place from the mm-hmm. things that you learn yeah how do you take all these lessons that you le- learned in your life, all these things that have become known to you, and you apply that? I mean, I've, I've heard some things that how you applied it uh, personally. How do you apply it, apply it professionally? Because there's a lot of things that you have become aware of. Mm-hmm. How do you use that in your daily late life? I know you're a manager of other people. I know that you you are um, in, in control of a lot of different things. Like, How do you manage and use all these lessons in your and not only professional in, life, not only in your profession, I would say just moving forward too. and moving and forward, yeah. moving forward. Yeah. Um, I think professionally, it's a little bit more difficult just because you don't know exactly uh, where people come from or how they were, you know, how they yeah. grew up and stuff like that. So it's hard. I mean, certain times you can kind of guess and assume, uh-huh. um, OK, like this is this is um, how you communicate. This is OK. Now I can kind of picture how how why you are communicating this way um but then it's also difficult because you can't i feel like i can't really apply a lot of what i know just because there is that professional like barrier yeah um i definitely i mean i i'm i try i tried to be very understanding um and i feel sometimes it can be a little bit of a like I can get taken advantage of just because yeah. I'm too understanding. Yeah. Um, but then also finding that balance. Like I've, I've learned to be very, um, honest and to the point. Okay. Um, especially when I have to redirect something or mm-hmm. someone, mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, this is great. You're doing awesome. Um, no, I mean, nothing about like our work relationship or personal relationship, but this needs to change. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's just like, zoning into that one thing or a few things it's like 
this just needs to change. That's yeah. it. Um, and it's not that like, oh, I hate you now. Like Correct. I'm going to treat so you badly. Not, you're not breaking down their right. confidence. You're boosting right. their confidence by yeah. saying everything right. is great, but let's work on this as well. Right. Like, and then I'm also trying to give them like the tools or, mm, yeah. or just helping them. Like, do you know what I'm talking about? Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Do you need me to show you like, I can do it with you and then I can yeah. let you go on your own right. kind of You're thing. You're supporting them. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, so just trying to do all of that while, you know, still maintaining my, my position in the, you know, that's in the process that in I have the process, to take. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to talk to you about death first, um, because one of the things that I believe in is something that we can't escape what's known. And that's right. one of the things that is truly known. What are your thoughts on it? Um, so I have different thoughts. When I think of death for myself, I'm like, okay, well, I mean, it's inevitable. Like, I'm yeah. going to die. Oh, I'm okay. Um, you know, whatever, you know, happens, it's, it's okay. Uh-huh. Um, when I think about my parents or even Julian, like, Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, no, I don't want to go down there. You don't want to go to that I road. don't want to go down yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, I can't. I can't. <laughs> um, but then also realizing it's going to happen. Yeah. And it's going to happen, you know, like, I mean, they're older than me, so obviously they're going to go. It's not like I'm going to go and I won't have to worry about, you know, feeling the way I feel. Right. It's go- I'm going to have to deal with it. I'm going to have to deal with yeah. everything. So um, it's, how can I say it? It's, um. I feel like I will be a complete mess. Okay. Um, <laughs> a complete mess, but uh-huh. also I will have to be like the strong person mm-hmm. in my family to kind of keep everything going. Mm. Um, cause I mean, if my mom goes, then yeah, I'm I'm who they have left because yeah. my mom does everything. Uh-huh. Um, if my dad goes, then obviously, I mean, my mom loses a companion. Everything that. It's all kiltered. Yeah. Um, yeah. Everything that we've been through with my dad and any like positive or negatives that we've been through, like all of those feelings are going to come out yeah. right then and there. Yeah. yeah. And they're not going to know how to process it just yeah. because it's a death. And it's yes. not, it's not, okay, it's not the emotional abuse. It's not the drinking, uh, drinking moments and, and all of the fights and everything. It's because he died. So yeah. all of that is going to just hit at once. So I'm like, I yeah. have to be like prepared and how are you preparing yourself mentally what Um, are you doing yes i mean i think my process now just going through my own Uh reflections Mm -hmm. is helping me also to help them later on Uh um just because i've i mean i may not have gone through the same things or or the same exact things but i was there and i witnessed certain things that i can probably help and help process and understand for them Uh um like especially my brother, he he has like some kind of resentment towards my dad, and I know um, once it, you know if he goes, then my brother is going to feel a lot of feelings. Yeah, um, he's not going going to know whether he's like sad or angry or you know anything. Um, so just helping them and him get through and process all of it. Yeah. Um, but also knowing I have to process a lot of everything, even though I am currently processing. Yeah. Now, well, let me, can I sorry, just ask ahead, a really quick ahead. question? Yes. Does what you just said, because what you said is is big for me. So you're saying that you're going to have to confront issues if one of them goes yes. or both or whatnot, yes. um, which is an, 
It's inevitable. We, we discussed that. So does that sort of push you to, um, confront the issues more when you think about that, when you think of the death aspect of it, does it say, do do you think I really need to talk to my parents and like remedy this or resolve these unresolved? It does. Um, it does. I think it'll, it'll, I mean, I don't want to say it'll ease the, the whole thing. Um, cause I, there's no like easing death. Yeah. Um, but it'll definitely help, um, the grieving process probably go smoother. Yeah. yeah. Um, cause you wouldn't, you would have resolved that with yes. them, so to speak, yeah. even if it was a work in progress, yes. you're still, you're still, a, you're confronting, which is a part of the ski are yeah, yeah, yeah. you're confronting an aspect of something that's, um, been on your mind your whole life basically and so you're you 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 resolve that if you will and now when they pass you're like well you know what i'm glad i did that Mm -hmm. i'm glad i was able to remedy that with them so i'm just i was just curious about that it's interesting on on the flip side of that like you have taken the the initiative of confronting these issues inside of you these Mm -hmm. emotions these feelings this these things and you become aware of all those things you know that they play a role in your life what do you recommend to people, for instance, like your brother? What would you recommend or suggest to them to do to be able to really deal with those feelings? Because, again, like you mentioned, there will come a point when that person or those things that you're dealing with cease to be and you have those feelings in yes. there. So what would you suggest they do to overcome those feelings and then le- live a life that is free of those burdens? Um, I think... I mean, I think the first thing for me is wanting to change uh-huh. and wanting to feel differently um, as opposed to continuing the same habits, continuing the same reactions that, uh-huh. you know, you, you've had in the past. Because um, I think that that was the biggest thing for me. I don't want to feel this way anymore. Correct. Um, I don't want this situation to have this kind of effect on me. Uh-huh. Um, so that that i think that was a huge like turning point for me where i decided to explore within myself and even i mean i've tried therapy before mm. this this recent time and it wasn't what i wanted it to be it wasn't helpful yeah i was like i could just go vent to somebody else correct um yeah. but this time around her approach was very direct and to the point uh-huh. which i appreciated it and even though i knew she kind of like justified it and validated it for me okay so um i mean i'm i wouldn't say like therapy is the way to go but also i i feel like using it as a tool or resource Uh Mm -hmm. because it will justify or validate even if you're having like doubts or or thinking like am i crazy no Uh it's good to have somebody that's like not involved in it and, and is some, on the outside right, too, right? And, right, because especially with friends, when you're talking to friends, they will give you good advice, but also it's your friends and you yeah. talk to them a lot more. And there might be bias because they want, bi- yes. yes. So hearing it from an outsider just, you know, makes things a little bit more real. Yeah. Um, and then just trying to understand everything. Uh-huh. Um, because I feel like there is a, not necessarily a motive, but there is a reason why certain you know, just people react the way they react or yeah. say the things that they do. Yeah. Um, and it's not necessarily their fault. Um, mm. It's something that they learned along the, the, the way. It's a, it's a learned behavior. Yeah. 
Yeah. You know, it's interesting uh, because, again, you're super aware of all these things. You're yeah. super aware of the fact that internally you knew, okay, wait a minute. This person is not really the one that's helping me. Mm-hmm. And you had to find someone that is almost the opposite of your personality, yes. right? Somebody that's yes. that's direct yeah. to the point, and 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 that says a lot because again, we we want we want our we we want what we want, but sometimes the message doesn't come from the messenger that we expect. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. And that's yeah. another point that's that's really good to. You know, because again, sometimes someone will see it as someone that's that's abrasive and to the point, um, as as a negative when they're giving yes. you right. Yes. Um, but sometimes that that approach also is needed. So it's not at all si- a, a one size fits all for mm-hmm. everybody. Yeah, I, and it's funny because I, um, you saying that right now, I um, I think to like my communication set, like I mm-hmm. would never be that upfront and to the point and that just short. Yeah. Like I feel like it's rude. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. You know, I would never you yeah. know, speak like that or 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 anything, or especially in a professional manner. Like, uh-huh. yes, I can be to the point, but I will make it like a comfortable situation. And mm-hmm. you know, um. So when I think about like my communication style, I'm like, that is not it. And if you're talking like that, I, I feel like I'm like, oh, you're yelling at me, and um, <laughs> I don't, I don't know I how to respond. Well. <laughs> um, I'm not dealing with this well. Um. So it's it's crazy how finding a therapist that was that worked uh-huh. because i'm not used to yeah i'm not used to it i yeah. kind of you know i'm just like uh i'm gonna remove myself from the situation yeah. um so it, it like i actually came up you know i i thought about that not so long. i'm like i don't i don't communicate you know like that yeah. um and when someone does it i'm just like i need yeah. to move oh, and yeah. go away somewhere else where <laughs> i don't hear this yeah, what you, yeah um but and it's also just not um because the tone makes difference so yes it does kind of putting t- the tone on the back burner and listening to the actual message yes because that's i think why therapy my therapist worked for me yeah because she delivered the message that i needed to hear uh-huh. so i responded to it it wasn't necessarily her tone her yeah. tone yeah yes but again these are things that become known to yeah. you as you become as, as you become older and you start realizing that that life is so topsy-turvy and, and it's not a straight line. So with that said, now that we're approaching the end, I want to ask, I want to ask the question as to what is your, what is the future? What is first the philosophy of life that you're going to continue on? And what are your plans for the future? I know that you're in a transitional period right now, figuring out exactly, but what is it that you like to get and experience out of life? Um, I definitely want to keep learning more mm-hmm. about myself, about, um, I mean, other people just learning, being more aware and intentional. Uh-huh. Um, so that, I mean, that's, that's where I'm at right now. And at transitioning, I, I want a work environment that I can do that in. Correct. Um, I was, I mean, I, looking for a, like a um, predominantly woman-owned business or company or something, uh-huh. um, or even Hispanic-owned, and there's very few around here. <laughs> yeah. So it's very difficult. I didn't have many options, um, but I wanted to feel like I um, 
am making a difference and Mm -hmm. I'm being valued for wanting, you know, wanting to make that change or wanting to help in some kind of way. And that's probably the people pleasing in me again, but no, (laughs) necessarily. not necessarily. I think there's a difference when it comes to, um, wanting to be in a position where your education and your experiences and your, your perspectives are valued Mm -hmm. and that you're giving that to other people Mm -hmm. so that they grow from their experiences and different perspectives and the, yeah. you know, and there's a difference there. I don't think, um, people pleasing. I, 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 I was the same way, you know, and, uh, sometimes I find myself, um, getting caught up in that and not paying attention to myself. Mm-hmm. But I think what you're saying is that you want to give. Yes. Yeah. And there isn't anything wrong with wanting to give back to people yes. what you've gotten throughout your life and what mm-hmm. you've learned. And that's different. Mm-hmm. So I don't want, I don't mean to correct you and chastise you <laughs> no, on camera, but no, I'm just but, saying like, I don't think you're people pleasing. I think yeah. that you just want to give back and yeah. make a difference, you know? And, and the interesting, interesting thing about it is the fact that, you know, we were talking the other day on a previous episode about the selfish gene, right? Yes. And what you're, t- what you're doing and what you want to do and what I think that you are and hopefully people see it like that. It's an example of a young person mm-hmm. that has overcome so many different things mm-hmm. to arrive at a situation in which they have an option yeah. of going in one direction. But throughout their life, they took the time to reflect, to know, to get to know things and understand things in an ex- from an experience point of view to then make that decision in which direction they choose to go. And what you're choosing to do is again from your childhood you felt like you were always a people pleaser Mm -hmm. but instead of looking at yourself as a people pleaser what you are is that you're balancing Mm -hmm. out exactly the thing the need for taking care of yourself and the need to help others and i think that's a beautiful place to be in because both are importantly equal Mm -hmm. um but without you and you taking care of yourself you're not going to be any good Yes, uh, to anybody, anybody else, and yeah. you'll recognize that that's where you are, and what you want is that you want to create a lifestyle that meets that, and there's nothing wrong with that at all. Mm-hmm. You know, the idea now is how do you go about it? Yeah, yeah. which is your quest. Aha! Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. And a great way to end uh-huh. your interview. It is really. We appreciate you Thank sharing you. your life with us. Like, it's hard to be so open and be vulnerable, but we appreciate it because there's plenty of people who are on the same sort of path or who are going to relate to a lot of the things that you've gone through. And I think it's really a beautiful story. And I know Omar loves having you here. We can't wait to share. I'm grateful. And by the way, just to let you know, our, our, our organization is a 55% owned by Hispanic woman and is totally Hispanic owned. Just to let you know. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) We don't have a position available now, but you could create one. Check Ah. back with us. Ah, (laughs) There's, there's, listen, if I can be useful, I'm here. Opportunity. I will find a way to be useful. If if I could be like the Joker, there's opportunity for a of expansion. <laughs> there you go. There. That's awesome. <laughs> you like that? We I wanted this movies. I just yeah. <laughs> we need to paint your beard green. Hey, yeah, yeah, because yeah, I have no hair. <laughs> okay. Thank you for anyway, bringing that up. Is there anything here. else that you would like to say after um at the end? Anything you would like to say? Thank you for this opportunity. Um, and seriously, subscribe and like because <laughs> I am I've subscribed and like to everything. 
So um, thank you very much for no, having me. Thank you. That's awesome. I don't need to do an. I don't need to. Yeah. Need to do an outro I, now. I, I, I look at the carousel. See you later, questers. <laughs> See you next time. <laughs>